When it comes to shooting a project, how do you determine your budget? How do you determine what are you going to pay the cast and what are you going to pay the crew? As far as what determines the budget, just going off of the script, mm -hmm. you know, they always say script is king. What, what, do you, what do you already have that's in the script? What's accessible to you already? And what's going to cost location, all that stuff, props. As far as what I'm going to pay the cast and crew, I just go on Google and just see what's, what is the average rate that a sound person, that a boom operator would make, or an editor, or, you know, actor, and whatnot, and that, that's, what I, that's what I do. That's what, that's what we're doing right now. But, well, right now, we're all going through the SAG process, so for a SAG actor, they have a specific rate, depending on what level you are, as far as the contract, but... Other than that, as far as everyone else is just, we're just negotiating that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, for SAG rate, you know, that's what I go by as well. For actors, it's, it's easy. I'm actually kind of glad SAG has such a set rate, so you're just like, there's no gray area there. You know, I'm doing a little, uh, a little budget project right now that I'm filming uh, tomorrow. And, you know, we're paying them SAG scale, which is easy to do. Um, because, and I, and I know SAG scale because I receive it. Um, so I know, like, okay, this is what it is. Here it goes. We're done with that. Now, I have trouble with pricing uh, uh, cinematographers and other departments. I have trouble pricing sometimes. So I was just curious on what do you see fair for a day rate? Uh, and I guess we, we really don't want to talk about numbers here because it would be sensitive to people who uh, work in those lanes. But, you know, I just want to know, if I, want, I want to help uh, people who are in our position who are trying to make a film know how to go about it because you get, you got to take care of yourself. I know everyone wants to get fed, everyone wants to get, you know, eat. They, they can easily decline your project, but don't overextend yourself and then have to be there to pick up the pieces just because somebody want to get paid 100K to... to 100K, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> to do... I'm sure there's somebody somewhere, and you know, there's different projects, but you know, just make sure that you're everything. Make sure everything makes sense. You know, there's mutual understanding for everything. Um, so I just wanted to ask, how do you, how, you know, how did you budget that? Um, you know, I'm shooting, I'm shooting, I'm shooting a project. You know, um, in a few days, and we're only shooting for six hours. I'm paying the DP a grand. It's one location, one scene. It's like a maybe a monologue, but paying them a grand. Is that reasonable for you, or what, what would you do in that scenario? I think it's pretty reasonable. You think it's reasonable? Yeah, especially for out here in Los Angeles, it's definitely okay. reasonable for six hours, yeah. No, not, not everyone makes a grand in a day. <laughs> yeah. But especially for not a full day's worth of work. You really think it's reasonable for both, both sides of both parties? Yeah. Yeah. More reasonable for him, I would say. More in his favor. Yeah, definitely more in his favor because he's not working eight hours. He's only working six. Yeah, he's working six. Yeah, so like I said, it's not a full day, but you know, you're trying to get the project done. You're trying to get it finished. So something I didn't realize with cinematographers is that not only do you have to pay their day rate, but you also have to pay their kit fees as well. And that was at least that's what I'm going through with my project right now. I just I I just didn't know that was a thing. You know, I'm still learning, which is great to know. Now for future reference, now I always know that cinematographers come with kit fees. 
you know, for instance, the cameras, if, you know, if they don't have their cameras, yeah. what, you know, I, I guess that whole process to me is still confusing, but because when I made my first short film, I just used my camera. We just used my camera at the time. I had like three, diff- I had four different lenses out of 24, had a 50, a 35 and an 85. Yeah. And that's enough to make a, that's enough to make a feature. Uh, it's, 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 it's a sensitive top, topic, you know, to some degree, just because, um, you know, we still work in this industry. We still hire people. I'm, I'm going to carry on with it. Um, sorry, did I interrupt you? No, 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 you're good. I was just saying, it was just Kit Feature, something I just didn't know. Right. And I and I want to I say this. I've hired uh, two DPs recently. Both of them are fantastic. And the second one was uh, a black cinematographer. It's funny how we look at things differently because this guy has the red. He has... Uh, he has a red, he has the Ari, he has the, you know, all these, you know, um, cinematic cameras, cinematic lenses. And I just said, hey, um, make sure, you know, we need to make sure everything's included uh, for this set amount, you know, no rentals, nothing. Um, do you have equipment? And, you know, do you have, do you have all your equipment on hand? He's like, of course I have all my equipment on hand. So, all right, let's, let's go. And he's like, okay, I have this lens, this lens is super sharp. We're, we're going to use the red, we're going to use all this. And so it's funny with like the, the, the you know, African-American cinematographers, they're not on the kit fee thing. You know what I mean? Like, like we see it as you're hiring me and the equipment type of thing. Not two separate things. Not two separate things. And I've noticed with, it, it, it's case by, all these are case by case basis. Yeah. Like, so that's for some, I've heard of like, like kit fee. Now, now I've spoken to somebody who says we're going to need rentals. They tell me that tell me on the very front, mm-hmm. but it's never something that we find out other than up front before the hiring process. It's this a conversation before hiring that that hap- that happens, and so it is a case by case basis. That's what we're talking about today on this episode because it's a gray area, and you don't want to have people feeling cheated, but at the same time, you can't spend too much time caring about what they want. You know, I think about that for myself as an actor. I want to get paid. Sack scale. I want to get paid five grand to do a shoot, but same time, I'm okay if that you know I don't, I don't get paid five grand to work for two days or three days. That's those are all once. Like, what do you need? What do you deserve? You know, that's a different a different conversation. How many how many seats are you how many tickets are you going to sell? Right. Let's start let's start asking actors that when we start you know depending you know determining what we're going to you know pay out above SAG. Like how many, how many, how many sales are you gonna bring back to us? Because this is a business, and you're doing, doing people a disservice by not teaching them the business aspect. So, in short, everybody wants more money, but it has to make sense. Because if this project doesn't get completed, this project doesn't get completed selfishly because you wanted that much, and now the project gets canned because we cannot bring it to uh, completion due to post production costs and everything else. Then that's mismanagement on my side. That's also, you know, just doesn't make sense in yours. So, uh, your thoughts? No, I think kit fees are a normal thing. Okay. They're very, very normal. And even when I was, even when my, the, my, a really good friend of mine was explaining it to me, I understand everyone, you know, they, everyone wants their money at the end of the day. Of and, course. And I get it. You know, we all want to, we all want to get paid. So, I don't think there's anything wrong with it because... Now that I think about it, I know another guy who charges kit fees, but I didn't realize that he was charging kit fees. I know a guy, he charges hourly. He has a set rate just just to bring him and his expertise, right? And then he has all his equipment listed online, mm-hmm. and it's in an Excel sheet. 
and each one of his equipment has a price next to it. And that's added on to his expertise. So, hey, if you want to bring my Sony A7 III, it's going to cost this much on top of my on top of my uh, standard price. If you want to bring the A7 III and a lens, right. this type of lens. So, kit fees are very, very normal. And, yeah. and you know, it's great that it's great that that um, the black cinematographer that you work with, like you're getting me and you're getting all this, like that's awesome and that that's great, but that's in my experience that hasn't been the norm. Yeah, and I had another like another Emmy winning cinematographer did the same thing as 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 the black cinematographer did, but at the same time in his defense, and he brought a grip truck too. He brought a grip truck, you know, a grip truck. With yeah, with all the equipment and all. Yeah, yeah he, brought, he brought like three crew members at his own studio. <laughs> he brought it, it was all with him in one set price. Yeah, uh, but I would never, I never air that out because, you know, I want God sent that guy to me, man. He's heaven sent, uh, uh, great cinematographer, very respectful, very technical. I'm gonna do you justice with this project. Trust me on that one. Um, but for both parties that were involved, you guys really held it down. They really have they really have foresight and just seeing what's worth it, and it's my job to make sure it's worth it. But uh, they they did bring uh, they did. Now the other one is hard, harder to say because we had an investor who who was a, an investor who was like he, he pulled out. Who was a, who, no investor was like a millionaire who supplied a lot of equipment to us. But then once he supplied the equipment to us, we had another investor come in who supplied us even a higher grade red camera that was like 80 grand. Jesus. And he just threw it in the pot and then he supplied them with a grip truck, which I had to pay $50 for, which was for gas. That's really cheap. Yeah, I paid $50 for gas for that. And so, guys, there's people that really want to work. If you're a director, you're a producer, you're a writer, make sure you take care of the people who are taking care of you. That's all I gotta say. Make sure no one's feeling cheated. Make sure you're doing the right thing. And it's easier said than done because money gets tight, mm -hmm. you get fearful, you don't know if you're gonna return on it. Make sure you're doing the right thing. It's gonna pay you way more. Um, to those guys I work with, you know, my goal is to make everyone I associate with to, to, to be well off or be able to be in a better position you know, post to working with me. And so um, I want to thank you guys again for doing that. And in your circumstance, you're working with great people as well. It's just, like I said, it's case by case basis. Yeah. Um, to help demystify something, someone told me this very well, <clears throat> as was, <clears throat> I'm also a musician, but someone told me to, on, on my website, to make a, a panel on my website for prices and keep it as a private page. And as soon as someone asks me about prices for like when I'm doing venues or I'm doing shows, just send them that link to my page. And so they see it. And so they know that you're not making up a price on whim notice. Because that's a big thing too. To make sure you're not just typing up a price when someone asks you. Make sure you have a page that has a set prices. Send it as soon as they go to hire you. And say, oh, here's my, send them the price sheet. So everybody's clear. Yeah. Because if not, they feel like you're trying to play a ball game with them to see how much you can get type of thing. It's funny that you say that because I know a guy, he, he has a boxing gym in this place in California. It's like Central California. It's an hour and a half from here. And he said the Paul brothers, uh, they went to his gym for a month. He said, man, 
I charged him like three hundred dollars a day. I started laughing because it's like it's like, do you usually charge? It's like, dude, that's expensive. Do you charge people? He's like, he was like, he's like, no, I never charge people that. Oh, very affordable. But because it was the Paul brothers, I had to bump it up a little bit. Well, yeah, you, you, you go to other countries and stuff like that too. If they they know that you're from Estados Unidos, so they know that you like you're from they know that you're from the United States, and they know that you have like. You maybe shoes or bags or something like that. They're gonna upcharge. They're gonna try to upcharge you. You know that's why I was really blessed to have like my family with me and stuff like that. Be like, no, no, we're not doing that. They're like, oh damn it. They get upset. They get upset with you because of the people around you who know better. Well, that's kind of how it is in, in Hollywood or in, in this industry in general. People will gauge your price based off of your name, and the bigger your name gets, the harder it's gonna be for you to get a reasonable price. Yeah. You know, but you might not need it as much then, but. Um, Guys, the pricing thing is always, um, it's, it's a case-by-case basis, but to make people feel more confident in your price point, already have a pre-designed sheet, like already have something ready to go and be sent. Because sooner you send that, the less they think that you're playing this negotiating game and and the less that they feel like they could have got you, you know, less they feel like they were cheated on some end or some front. Uh, final thoughts? No. This is Black Hollywood.